dream, I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. Burning down the dream. Yeah. That's what we're doing today. Get this mm-hmm. around the nation on Tripling. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Tony Martin. Heavily. <laughs> Ooh, me plums. And, of course, pushing buttons, Richard Martin. <laughs> oh, me plums. <laughs> Now, normally it would be all jokes must go, no matter how shoddy or poorly constructed. We've been doing that for the last year. Someone else started doing that yesterday. So, why would someone steal our crappiest idea? They're pretty good ideas. They're pretty sizzling on. They're testing through the roof. Focus group's going nuts for them. All right. Uh, I guess we're just going to have to do a proper show for us. Oh, I'll see you later. No, I've got used to that. Okay. On a Friday. Thankfully, I've read Zeus. I should be right. Put some change then. Change for a buck? Yeah, okay. That's yeah. a slightly different variation on yeah, that. Huh? A lot of talk about, uh, you know, when we say all jokes must go. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Cheaper, shoddier political ad. Oh. Why do they cost so much? Yeah, pretty expensive. 55 million selling uh, work choices. It's a lot of money. Everyone goes, oh, don't like work choices. All right, spend some more Fine. to make them believe it never happened. Wow. Because uh, it is on... I can't believe it's not work choices now. There's this new one going around. It's just shots of phone books and yeah, and it's written in felt pen. I can't understand. And I think the fancy. Well, the people down at Baker's Delight, because they do those kind of very you know, ad hoc ads mm. with Baker's dancing around and handwritten signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, I think they've ripped it off from them. Is that right? Maybe they've learnt. Look, Pete, those cheesy mice scrolls, they're, they've gone through the roof <laughs> since those ads. We need that guy. Help us get work choices out of people's minds. You know what they should have is the work choices jar. Yeah. Every, every time someone mentions it, because they're not allowed to say that word anymore. Right. Ah. And just put some money into the Christmas party. It's not bad. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Hey? Good on you, Rich. Yeah, they're about to spend more. Another what 23, on? 23 million bucks to be spent selling the Prime Minister's voice is the headline of the paper today. Who wants that? Hey, well, what? I don't know. Uh, the ground announcer? It's the new advertising campaign. Uh, to, well, sell the idea that the Howard government is the balanced voice on global warming. No, I always have thought that. While at the same time persuading voters to cut their power use. Uh, yeah. Now, John Howard was the man who said, uh, we don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction. No. don't want a knee-jerk reaction no. to global warming. No, no, no. It might not happen. I was reading books about global warming in the 80s. <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah, it says a lot more about you than it does about old Howard. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> but, I mean, it's what twenty-three years on. Yeah, we're, we're starting to have a knee-jerk yeah, reaction. Yeah, he's a very old man. <laughs> the knee takes a long time to really get going. It's a knee-jerk reaction on satellite delay. <laughs> if John Howard was in a car mm-hmm. and it was on like an icy road Ooh. and it started to spin out of control oh, yeah, yeah, and he was yeah. heading towards a petrol tanker and someone was sitting next to him and they said. Oh, well, it'd be Joe Pesci because he'd be in Lethal Weapon 4. That's, of things. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And Joe Pesci goes, hey, I can see that uh thing are coming. Uh, but I want to just put your foot on the brake. Uh, Would Howard go, well, I don't think we want to have a knee jerk reaction <laughs> of these situations. Let's just see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know. Uh, too much money being spent, or yeah. is too much money being spent yeah. on political advertising? Oh, well, can we find out? Have we. I mean, how many times do you reckon you've seen that Work Choices ad this week? Well, it was all over the telly, certainly at the start of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it recently. I've been watching the Foxtel. Yeah, see, they've pulled it off right. because there have been all the complaints. And John Howard, and I have to give him points for this, is getting about in a sandwich board and a little spruker's microphone. That was. 
just reading out the copy of the air. It was at my local shopping city yesterday. Really? I've got it on tape. Check it out. Constantly 
feeling bad mm-hmm. and so continuously mourning for something that was 200 years ago. Right, so all obsession. that commemorating of our heroes at Gallipoli. Black armband view oh, of history, is it? I think. Anzac Day, black armband view of history. Might be. Too controversial. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Touche, what are we? Touche. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yes, it's around the Triple M round table of wit. Rump. Um, sink bear. Cheese news coming next. All right. What if I can't come and bear it anymore? <laughs> All jokes. Oh, I Once my Yeah. <laughs> in this time slot. What's going on in the uh, war on terror? Mm. It's time for the spy come out. I love it when the spies come out. Oh, yeah. When the uh, newspapers with eye holes come out, oh, yeah, come yeah. out of the, you know, <laughs> the prop room cupboard and the spying does. Check this out. But it's also been revealed the United States is using sabotage to stop Iran developing an atomic bomb. Yep. Industrial sabotage is a way uh, to stop the program without fingerprints on the operation. The American television network, CBS, says the U.S. and its allies are using undercover agents, including former Russian nuclear scientists, to sell Iran dodgy components on the black market. So as long as the Iran government don't get Channel 10 news, <laughs> that's going to be a great plan. What's that about? It's not going to be no fingerprints. Yeah. That's why I'm telling the assembled media <laughs> of the world. <laughs> so what's going to be looking for shonky parts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that work? Well, I think if you're trying to build a nuclear bomb in Iran, yeah. uh, if somebody sells you a slinky, <laughs> and it's a plutonium rod, it's probably the dodgy Russians. Where does this species go? <laughs> <laughs> what am I to do with these components? How do I launch with stable cables? <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that secret. No. That is the analogy. I don't know if Mal's quite got the espionage thing down pat just yet. Maybe they don't put it on uh, the late ball at least. No, that's true. More people are leaving. Yeah, they go to 5 o'clock, doesn't uh, <laughs> so it's an Iranian demographic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Huh. What other big stories are we missing at the moment? Well, Mr. Marvland. Mr. Marvland? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, this is, uh, I might just have to queue up something here. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, this will be good. Uh, you can see where this is going. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> Prince Charles' latest incarnation of Madame Tussauds. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. It's being billed as the most eco-friendly waxwork in the museum's history. Uh, what it is, it's the most environmentally friendly uh, waxwork of Prince Charles ever made. Uh, that's because they use the wax from his ears. That's from 1987. Raining pennies. <laughs> Change from 10 cents. Well, you go cheaper than that, oh, Mr. Cavalier. I think I might be able to, Rich. I'll yeah. see that one. His ears are quite large. Yeah, no, That's fine. You guys saw an episode of Fast Forward <laughs> where they pointed that out. Move on. <laughs> what do you want, Big yeah. Brother or Star Wars? Oh, I love that. He's flagged off another comedy show and then he's shuffling through his worst material. <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do here? Well, no, I'm saying there was good and fun. I love Fast Forward. What do you want, Star Wars or Big Brother? Star Wars. Star Wars. It's Star Wars Week. It is Star Wars Week. Look mm-hmm. at this. Uh, it says, ready for 17 hours in a darkened theatre. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon of uh, the Star Wars movies that has started Wednesday morning Los Angeles time. Right, right. And it's going to go, you know, all the way, all through the night. Yep. Thousands of people mm-hmm. have showed up for this, uh, for this Star Wars marathon. Right. Now, I've been lobbying for years to get the Meatballs marathon. Oh. <laughs> Meatballs 1 all the way through to Meatballs 4. And you, you two are the ones trying to get in its way. Now, yes. listeners, 
if you don't know Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, yeah. McWalking around in a coat smouldering away, sure. he was in Meatballs 3. Was he? He was in Meatballs 3 summer job. Now, I'll read you the... I'll read you the... Dr. Dr. McHorney. <laughs> a dead... This is the, the, the plot outline for Meatballs 3 uh, and Richard's life. A dead porno movie star returns from the beyond to help a nerdy teen score with the beautiful wife of the owner of the camp. He's spending summer. That's... That's Dr. McDreamy. That's Dr. McDreamy's yeah, early yeah. work. Bill Murray's in Meatballs 1. Yeah, I went, I, I, yeah. In the internet, if you put in Google, if you put in boob count meatballs, yes. boobs per minute, it's the highest ranking series ever. <laughs> ever. Porky left for dead. Flying high airplane, nowhere to be seen. Look at Nikki, our producer, and Cecilia on the phone, just how downcast they are now that they've learnt about Dr. McDreamy. McSeamy. <laughs> I would watch Grey's Anatomy. If on the, on the you know, operating table they were trying to revive dead porn stars <laughs> so that aliens could have sex with them, yeah. I would watch. We haven't got behind that. That's because me and Richard are waiting until they uh, finish the second trilogy. Oh, <laughs> the second <laughs> meatball trilogy. <laughs> hey, I think we're running way over time, right. so it might be time for a bit of sizzle. Ah, yes. Do it, Rich. Two Mount Monganui robbers took the wrong boat to pinch. <laughs> and a late night lolly raid turned sour for two young offenders. That's right. That's what I waited up till 2 in the morning for. <laughs> An episode of Police 10-7 where they pull over a car and in the boot they find 25 packets of chips. <laughs> sure. We broke in and we've got all the drinks on chips and stuff. <laughs> we've drunk all the drinks. Facing 10 years in jail. <laughs> Let that be a warning to you. Uh, more in a moment. I'll get this. Here at Gizzard Cold Chisel, of course, uh, on Triple M around the nation. Uh, there's a new Get This podcast going up today. Is there? That'll be podcast 87. Don't forget, 86 is still up there. Yeah. That's the Dave cast. Mm-hmm. I think 85 is still uh, there. And yeah, let's, let's not this forget podcast. I can think of as 87 hots up the compilation. But I was well, when the Tim White Duke steps in yeah, to take sure. care of business for us. No, we love his work. Hey, we were talking about, um, well, Star Wars just before it. It's some kind of, I think it's the 20 year anniversary. 30th. Yeah. Oh, 30th. Okay. First film coming out. Right. <laughs> uh, I remember that. Was it that long ago? Four yeah. times in one week I saw it when it came out. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then it was, uh, couldn't afford any of the action figures. What did you do? I just went down to the shop and looked at them. <laughs> Look at how all the Darth Vader's have gone on day one. Mm-hmm. But plenty of Tuscan Raiders left for months ahead. <laughs> uh, what about the Mayor of Darwin this week? You've probably read about this. The Lord Mayor of Darwin allegedly claimed uh, nearly three grand in council expenses to buy a fridge and a Darth Vader voice changer, yeah. amongst other items, before falsely claiming he had donated uh, the purchases to charity. Mm-hmm. The Mayor of Darwin? With a Darth Vader voice change, that's a fantastic look. <laughs> Hopefully on for all public appearances. Oh, definitely. All council meetings. Yeah, it's a real gravitas. What do you have that? Doesn't make any sense without that. Anyone, uh, you know, has a problem with hard rubbish day being moved on Tuesday? <laughs> he just reaches up to his chest and... Don't you, don't, whatever day you want. 
But that would mean that every, all the other councillors in Darwin would have to be British theatre actors. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the Death Star. What did I say, Darth Vader? That was so British. I, I must protest. Because I, I mean, ah, ah, my stars. I love, uh, you know how you mentioned they're watching the uh, Star Wars, well, the six films. Yeah. Mm. But would they be watching them in the order they were filmed or in the correct order so that the second three go first? What do you Well, I just want to actually do that. Like, not because I'm, I hate the, the new one. Ooh. Not a fan of the new ones. It's like watching, as uh, I think someone came on the show recently and said, it's like watching Order in the House. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's mostly... A lot of taxation talk. A lot of taxation yeah. talk. A lot of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. But I just love to see what happens when you get to the third one, which is like the fanciest yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly you go back to the crappiest one. Oh, right. It doesn't make sense, does it? It would look dodgy, wouldn't it? That's meant to be in the future, but the full of technologies. They did one clever thing, I think, in the last one, which is in the last, like, 15, 10 minutes of the movie, they had the effects slowly get slightly crappier ah. because the first theme in Star Wars, in the original Star Wars, is a corridor, yeah. which is so cheap-looking, it's like the people from Doctor Who would have been looking down their nose. <laughs> like, the bottoms of the wall don't actually touch the floor properly. <laughs> and they actually did that in the last Star Wars. Yeah. The, the fancy one with, oh, you know, that guy. Terrible home and away style romance that was going oh, on. Oh, Hayden Christensen and Natalie yeah, Portman. Oh, but they actually had at least the foresight to go, oh, some nerds watch this in order. We better make sure the walls don't <laughs> quite touch the floor. <laughs> in the last scene of the third one, so it'll match the start of the fourth yeah, one. Well noticed, don't They started feathering their hair, getting ready for the hairstyles about to hit. Yeah. What else? Tia, who needs the Darth Vader theme, uh, Rupert Murdoch, I noticed, is still combing Ovaltine through his hair. Have you noticed that? Because he was grey the other week. He was grey the other week. Mm. Now he's Senator Ovaltine again. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing that to him? Is it somebody doing it in his sleep, do you suppose? so. It's funny how it's never mentioned in the Murdoch papers. No. They couldn't wait to jump on Paul McCartney when he was so true. rushing Milo yeah. through his hair. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Mick Jagger went in for the fake man, he was a foolish old man. Not our fearless leader, though. No mention for Senator Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going on at Star Wars Week? How have you been celebrating it, Richard? Uh, uh, well, I noticed, uh, I think uh, maybe in Melbourne yesterday, uh, someone was arrested because he was about, he was rolling up for a photo shoot to dress as Darth Vader. <laughs> but he had the replica handgun hanging out of his backpack on the way, and the police just swarmed. Hang on a sec. So they wait a sec. Yeah. So if it's in his backpack, yeah. I mean, what kind of threat is he actually posing? Well, they, they thought it was a real handgun. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Yeah. But even if he's like, all right, mate, I'm, I'm going to get you, just stay there while I take my backpack off and rummage through it so I can get to my gun. Where have you gone? He's run off. Yeah, but he could really just put that in the holster. He might have had a lifesaver as well. That's true. And they fire up pretty fast. That's true. Because you never be too careful. It's good to see that the evil forces of the Imperial Lord Vader are being kept off the streets of Melbourne. Fantastic. You know, a lot of times people call in. We've got so many emails. If you email into the show and we don't read it out, mm. don't be offended. We do read them all. But we do read them all. There's like phone books. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, backlog. Yeah, so we're going to try and get to some of them. Right. And for once, let's start listening to the suggestions of our audience. you want to do that? We haven't done that before. No, never. Not on a large scale. No, not on, not on any. Not like I pretended to. All right, let's do that next. <laughs> It's honest with you, I said it. It's not embarrassing that these sort of things happen. Of course, it's embarrassing. Melbourne and Sydney, it's get this. 
around the nation on Triple M. And, you know, people email in, uh, well, the Men Without Hats fans, they've certainly been. Have they been called to arms? <laughs> I was looking at some of their albums yesterday. Yeah. One of them is called... Oh, booms. Yeah, they've got like seven, they do. Really? One of them is called something to this effect, uh, No Hats Beyond This Point. <laughs> Just a different way of saying Men Without Hats. It is. All right, well, I was mentioning their follow-up uh, single to the Safety Dance, which I thought was cool. Well, I think that I'm in Scotland and I'm walking through a forest in the rain. Apparently, it makes no sense. No, that's the actual chorus of the song, though. Yeah, fair enough. The name of the song is Things in My Life. So maybe we'll get that. That's not as fun. Thank you very much, Tim. Things in my life. Brendan and Guy, who all... uh, So Men Without Hats have three fans. (laughs) That's one each for the Men Without Hats. Hey. The Hatless Crew. They're looking good. Oh, you're, I tell you what, your songs have a lot of... Uh, do we want to hear some more of... Uh, uh, no? What are, more of what? The Keith Urban songs we were doing yesterday. Oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, you do? No, yeah, no, I do now. I think you yeah. know what we're doing. Well, what about some busking? Do you want to do some busking? No worries. Be alive on the show. live for me down in the streets. We pretend that I'm down in the streets. Got your guitar? Yep. Take it away. Two, family. three, four. Unless it was a Green Day impersonation, I thought it was terrible. Can't work them out. Oh. You know, the Beatles, it's, it's, you can do a generic Beatles impression, but actually getting it down to which one is which, that's the hard part. Is it? Ringo's pretty. Which one? Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Tank and Ringo. Ringo. Oh, go again, Rich. Say the fact control for me as Ringo. The fact control. I said hello to Thomas the Tank. That's not right now. Thomas the Tank in Canberra. That's what that is. I can't do it. Paul McCarthy, sort of up there, like that. That's more John Lennon. I think that's John Lennon. Lennon. I can never tell them apart. Who's the one who's down like that? That's John Lennon. There's that the one like John Lennon. That's John Lennon. Which is George Harrison? Which one is he? The one George Harrison. Applecum Pears. Oh, blimey, God, blimey. Hey, Dick Van Dyke. Got me Brunsport. How do, in a double decker, the man. That's the man without hats, George. Which one? Sorry, who? The man without hats. Getting getting looks from the music department. No, let's have something much more modern as we ascend Talkback Mountain. That John Lennon down there. Oh, like, oh, which one is George then? Where's he sit? And Ringo's. <laughs> Ringo's apparently reporting from Canberra. Ringo's doing politics. So that means so there's only like. Oh, I think. Like. <laughs> how are you, Dave? That's the idea. Like a washerwoman. Some sort of cockney washerwoman. Must <laughs> yeah, be George Harris. I'll say that's Stu Sutcliffe. Alright. Who's Stu Sutcliffe, Tony? He was in the Beatles for a while. Remember Back Beast? Oh, he's a yeah. he's Stephen Dorff. As long as I have a 90s reference, he knows yeah, what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> the way he stands there. That's what they said. Who's that? That was, that was John Lennon. Okay. Wow. Uh, Matt Dow on the pots and pans, he builds all those little 
little talkback mountain he does for us. Does a fantastic job, but man, he's trapped in that room. He is trapped in that room. He's trapped in that room 24 hours a day. He took out his frustrations on a moped after smashing through his cage and rampaging through a cafe where a girl was trapped inside. He had tourists and police on the run for two hours until the vets turned up with tranquilizer guns. <laughs> Back in your box, buddy. I'm sure people saw that footage. That was in a record thing. And here was the cheering when they shot the monkey with the tranquilizer gun. In your face again, human, human. Revolution, baby. (laughs) Wear it. We're so far ahead of those monkeys, aren't we? Yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> idiots, if you listen. Idiots. Uh, what do we do? Speaking of idiots, let's yeah. get this on Hello. Triple M. And every now and then, we like to uh, get the listeners to get yeah. it. Oh, oh, you don't want to do yeah. this? I've got better phone topics. You've got better phone yeah, topics. Yeah, better phone topics. All right, how about who's been tasered? <laughs> call up and yeah. tell us what they want to hear on Dead This. Yeah, what do you want? Because we're losing segments. All jokes must go. It's now being out of there. co-opted by somebody else. Out of there. We need new ideas. What do you want to hear on this show? Yeah. Don't just call up and say sport because we can't help you. No. I'm looking through the emails. We can see the other one. The night, the night crawler on, our, on MySpace says that he's, uh, he wants to hear more about internet girlfriend stealing. <laughs> yes. This is what's happening in the What's going on with, with it? Someone on the internet. Someone called like Preamble yeah. over in um, wherever he lives in a gold house. Yeah. Uh, so he said that his ex gave him the ass for someone she met online. She went all the way to America to find out who he was. And he was the guy who dropped out of school at 15, never worked a day in his life, and all he does is play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Isn't that everybody on the internet? Actually, I've got a friend that plays World of Warcraft. And he found this thing on the internet that calculates how long you've been playing for, right. like over the time. And I said, how'd you go? And this is the bloke when we went to Germany, would walk through the streets of Berlin, in the suburban Berlin, holding his Mac up to the sky, trying to find someone's unlocked uh, oh, yes. wireless internet. So right, check right. how much gold he farmed overnight. Right. Uh, and anyway, he, I said, mate, how did you go? And he said, oh, look, it says I've been playing for four and a half months, but I'm really good at this game. Time <laughs> <laughs> well spent. Okay. So... Who is this guy? What is his real name? You keep saying preamble. And, uh, I, I, I can't remember his real name. It's like, it's the name. Hyundai. I think his name's like Calvin Klein Obsession or like, you know, iPod or it's just something really, it sounds like a product yeah. that they'd have like an attractive girl all over David Beckham for. And he invented the Blackberry. He invented the Blackberry. That's what he's playing. Yeah. And uses the money to build orphanages for kids filled with space rockets so they can go to the moon. And, uh, <laughs> The missus, is she, you know, biting on him? Yeah, she will, eventually. Oh, is that right? I don't have a You reckon you should, you yeah. Really? And what, am I, what does that make marriage? Well, that makes you... That means he wants to make a friend. So it's a little bit sadder. Yeah, there it is. It makes you a sucker. What do people want? Look, we get so many emails still about the Kim Beasley thing. Yeah. 
I have trouble remembering who Kim Beasley is these days. I think he used to, I don't know, work in a fish and chip shop in Perth or something. But, you know, I reckon we've got to start campaigning for him to come back, you know. Yes. Uh, Kevin Rudd's missus is on the bugle. Yep. We need clean, green Kim Beasley back. <laughs> Just so we can hear his song. <laughs> People say Joe Hockey should in, inherit that. Yeah. Joe Hockey doesn't have the breathless pie face of Mr. Kim Beasley, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Not the same. All right, what do you want to hear from this show? Let's cross off the Kim Beasley thing. That's gone. Let's cross off sport. Yep, who yeah. got tasered? That's not going to happen. We're not going to be doing that. More Keith Urban songs from Keir, well, the Cavalier Collection. Mm. You want to hear that? Lovely. You got one there? Just, just in case people weren't listening earlier. Well, they were listening earlier, and we've already heard one today. No, you... A lot of people only tune in for this half hour. Some people go through, their train goes through a tunnel at about 25 past. That's why I get a lot of people call up. Okay. Same my train going into the city loop. Name name a person. Uh, Andrea. She uh, gets on the city loop in Melbourne every day and her train goes into a tunnel at like 25 past. She says, can you make sure the sketch goes out before 25 past? Thank you, Andrea. So she may have missed this. Neglecting one triple three five three. Oh, get this around the nation on Triple M. What were we listening to there? Was that Gavin DeGraw? Oh, yeah, man. I don't want to be. I just learned, he doesn't want to be anything other than a prison guard son. How much sandwich have you got in your face? Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it is it's really delicious. It's the show where we talk with our mouths full. No, it's time to throw it over to the listeners, I think. What do they want to hear from this program? Hello, John. Hi, guys. How you Excellent. Uh, what would you like to hear? I'd like to hear some Passiona High stretches done Donkey Courtroom style. <laughs> 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 I think Donkey Courtroom is now uh, due to popular demand. Yeah. People might have been taken to pieces, but it's on the end of one of our podcasts. I can't remember which one. It might be podcast. <laughs> As a whole, is that what you say? Uh, John, can I just ask, uh, Passiona High, if we were going to do this, I reckon we'd want to write you into it. Who would your character be? Uh, I'd be Biff Simpson from the uh, rival school that comes in and tries to uh, beat up some of the students. Oh, Biff Simpson. Biff. <laughs> That's a great name. All right, All right Biff, you're in. Uh, what's Passion High for those who, for those who don't remember? Uh, it was a serial which uh, Greg Fleet just came up with uh, <laughs> off the top of his head, yeah. which I think he was off of Ooh, at the time yeah. when he was in here last year, and then it just uh, mm. blew out of control. On the way out, there was a sin. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I just want to know whether Ed got that uh, instruction manual. I sent him on uh, making orange peel helmets for your cat. No. For those who couldn't hear that, is an instruction guide on how to make orange peel helmets for your cat. In case they get attacked. John, I'll go and have a look. I, I never saw this. People have someone stolen. Someone from a rival program nicked it. I'll go and find out what happened. Thank you, John. Hey, uh, Cantu. Hey, Hamish and Andy Billboard. Well, they just both got orange peel helmets on. <laughs> Curse them. Uh, hello, Ken. How are you? 
Yeah, good, fellas. Uh, what do you want to hear? What do you want to hear more of? I want to hear more Cavaliocchi. No. <laughs> Oh, I didn't give a something. Keep staring at me, beep. I don't know if I can handle the lyrical mastery of that bad boy. Tony could do some boombops. What's this for boombops? Sure. All right. And nothing for Richard to do. I like that, man. I like it. I'm just going to have to be content with the. Here's what I went for. Along the conveyor belt, a series of metal doors. 
strike clanging and crashing and the Get Smart thing. Through the thing. Through the series of doors disappearing into the flames. No bad, don't you? It's your funeral. So I can get to hear that. Has that distracted people from the groove, Jack? Thank you, Brother Calden. I hope I didn't imply that it was Hamish and Andy who had stolen that. No, 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 of course not. That was a joke. It was somebody else entirely. Pick those guys. Apologize. All right. Tell you what. Good link, Tone. Yeah. We've got, how would you describe him? The coast, the, 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 the star of real stories, yeah. a real looker, a real cad with the ladies, <laughs> all, hands in a, all hands in a spa. <laughs> right, self the And damaged tender brains. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
this stage during your career? Have you ever sort of sent out a call to arms and got the people behind you? Um, Come you on. Can't. No, I can't think. <laughs> Sorry. No. Call to, call to arms. You know, like on a radio show, sometimes they'll uh, you know, get behind a cause. You know, oh, yeah. oh, and then cue lots of like you know piano, P- like piano. Like we're helping everybody. Remember, crew yeah. to mm. crew to the rescue was the one I used to remember. Yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, okay. you know, Alan Jones might get people marching across, uh, you know, uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge, flying the flag for something. Yeah, but uh, on this show, talk about clout. In the last hour, I mentioned that I'd stayed up and forgotten to tape blankety blanks. Mm. And it was the episode where Graham Kennedy, uh, well, sorry, Ugly Dave Gray, pardon me, had uh, just brought out a new album. Within five minutes, the Frankster from Sydney had been on Good the phone. Frank- he Frank- Frank- and he sent in this clip. Dave, you've got a record out. Yes, I know. I ran from the gents' toilet to here in ten seconds. <laughs> well, it's called Real Spicy Boom Boom. I said, I I'd like the show to get over quick. It's not impossible because I have to go to my grandfather's 94th birthday. Right. Your grandfather's 94. Oh, no, he died when he was 29. Oh, see, see, but you're going to his 94. Yes, just in case. I think so. Is he called though? I mean, we're surely he's going to get behind our idea, Ugly Dave Gray's Anatomy. Surely that's going to take off. That was great. Thank you very much for that. See that? I mean, imagine what other stuff we could mention and they just call in. Oh. Is there anything you're chasing, uh, Ron, that you'd like? It's Gary Shandling's show. Oh, it's Gary Shandling's show. It's, uh, it's something that I'm desperate to get from you, Tony, because I know you've got the tapes. I've got series one and two on VHS. I still can't track down three and four. It's not out on DVD. Do you remember it's Gary Shandling's show? You'd be too young, surely, you. I'm oh, sorry, I'm vaguely. Comedy Channel, was it on about four or five years ago? They, they played the entire series. That's yeah. where I saw it. It was originally on Channel 9 at 4.30 in the morning. You had to be keen. Sexy new time. It had that theme song. This is the theme to Gary Show, the opening theme to Gary Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and Spend a Mirror on it. Every week he would think of a different way to do it. And there was one where he was just walking around the set listening to his own theme on <laughs> tiny headphones. And you could just hear it really thin. And just doing that thing where you just sing like, the Gary. Opening theme. Just like that. Good. It's a great show. He's yeah. great. He's great. So you can get, there are bits and pieces on YouTube you can you can get. You can yeah. get like there's, there's a few title sequences you can get. Oh, beautiful. But I'm just keen to get see the whole show. Mm-hmm. And what's uh, catching your attention at the moment, Ryan? Oh, the real story is DVDs there. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, you've heard of the show. It's, uh, it's a great show, actually. Um, no, yes. Uh, real story is the DVD. Uh, it came out this other week. But the other day, I... Um, because it's in, it was in JB Hi-Fine. Um, of course, as you always do, I'm sure, Tony, yes. your first album or DVD came out, video. Yes. Um, you, went into, you go into, into the store to yes. see it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I went into JB Hi-Fi. Actually, I went into Sanity first. Oh, my gosh. I had a look in Sanity. Yeah. And, um, and it was there. And they had two copies, but spines. No faces out. Ah, oh, not good people going, no. The yes. temptation to just pull one out and just put it into the front. Oh, you've got to do that. Do people do that? Yeah, you know Ryan, yeah, if you did that, you may have covered up the Stinger's DVD. And I'd be very upset if you did that. As would I. No. I would never do that. Yeah, Don't feel embarrassed. Yeah. That's just industry standard behaviour. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to return tomorrow. Dave Graney, Commander Graney, told me that if you're a musician and you go into a record shop, you're morally obliged to move all your friends' records to the front of the pile. <laughs> Everyone does it for everybody okay. else. Good. You know? 
hard times in the entertainment business. Help out, move stuff to the front. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to be doing that. Um, I'm going to go to all the stores tomorrow. Actually, I'm pretty busy now. I'm pretty busy tomorrow now. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> and uh, you, two of your characters in the Real Story oh, series yeah, were probably yeah. my... I thought they were the two funniest characters on Australian TV last year, the easily distracted lawyer and the giggling carer. Oh, yeah. uh, any chance of spin-off series for either of them? Oh, I'd love it. I would love some spin-off sitcoms. I mean, just so I can say I'm doing a spin-off sitcom. Oh, that'd be great. That sounds quite industry. Um, but not, not, not Rebecca Elmer Loglu. I'd love to. Mm. All the stars. There's a pairing. Yeah. History <laughs> stars. Uh, no, no, nothing planned at the moment. Okay, no. nothing planned. That sounds like this show. Yesterday, uh, did you hear Red Cavalry singing... Uh, well, reinterpreting we the music of Keith Urban. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> There's no attempt whatsoever to mirror the original tune. <laughs> yeah, is, that, is that an actual song? Yeah. Because it was like you're doing the poetry thing as well, the kids' poetry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was yeah. actual urban. That was actual urban. Yeah. Why, why don't you just sing the actual song? Because I don't know what it sounds like. I got the lyrics off oh, the okay. internet. Nobody okay. knows what Keith Urban's yeah. music sounds like. <laughs> I know. I've never heard of the guy. They know he's here and his wife. Yeah. That's the song. It's baffling. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, we've got more to talk about. Your segment, Ride Dears, mm-hmm. uh, we're getting behind it. A uh, segment on row. And our listeners, as you've seen, the kind of power they possess, that ugly day thing. Bang! Bang! Our death within five minutes. That is an amazing call to action. Surely they're going to have some Ride Dears. We'll find out next. <laughs> Oh, it's pink here and get this around the nation on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is with us. You may have seen him on Real Stories, now out on DVD. And, of course, uh, thank God you're here. But here's something we've never mentioned, Ryan. Were you the co-writer of the multi-multi-award winning Chris Lilly We Can Be Heroes? Well, yeah, in, in, in the early stages I was. Like I, I think like Chris and I sort of, I guess, mapped out a lot of the story together and, you know, just had ideas sessions. Right. Um, but Chris went away himself and wrote the actual scripts right. after that. But, um, but, yeah, we, you know, just, I guess, sat in a room together and thought of things that Jemay could do at the assembly, <laughs> <laughs> which was quite fun. <laughs> and what's his new one? It's all very under wraps. Summer yeah. High High. Summer High High. Yeah, I can't say much about it because, you know, I feel the warm burn of a... Of a <laughs> Of a laser beam coming on. Uh, yeah, there's a sniper rifle. There's a red dot just around the back. Yeah, so I shouldn't say too much. But um, no, I mean, I've, I've seen bits and pieces, and it, it will be very, very, very good. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you mentioned that your DVD of Real Stories mm. is on sale at JB Hi-Fi. We, we love JB because they've got the series one of The Wire for twenty four ninety five. I got that the other day. I'm watching it. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I bought series one and two on the internet because usually it's like seventy five, seventy six dollars or something. Oh, yeah. For a season, so I've always held back. Then I saw it on the on JB online. I was like, yes. <laughs> we bought it, and now it's sold out. Yeah, well, sold out. Yep, sold out now. Okay, Maybe we help. Mm. And remember, it's a slow build. No, it's ugly betting meets Grey's Anatomy. Ah, it's just the only <laughs> way. It's the only way to you know. Well, then I'll like it. You've got to let it establish a lot of characters, and then once the blocks are in place, bang, you're it's away. A, it's a friend spinoff. Yeah. Where Rachel, <laughs> everyone's favourite hairstyle, Rachel moves to Baltimore to fight time. <laughs> the only way she knows how. Hey, you mentioned uh, that your DVD is on sale. It's sanity. Mm. Do you ever stop and go? What was the meeting where they decided to call record shops Sanity? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What is the point of that? Sanity, yeah, I don't know. Because I think there was, there, there was uh, a sort of a smaller chain of record stores. Um, oh, label-headedness. Called, called, <laughs> called Insane. Oh, really? Oh, 
say, and I just, I don't know, and they're gone now, but I always wondered that they, they stopped and then sanity started. So I think there was some sort of uh, meeting where they were like, I think we've gained our heads now. Yeah, we're, we're all okay. I think we're now saying, let's change all the stations here. Yeah. I love it when shops have a war. Did your video shop ever? We had two video shops across the road from us. Um, this is about probably nearly 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. There was uh, ABC yeah. video yeah. across the road from the entertainers. Oh, the entertainers went out. Uh, the entertainers had on their uh, painting out the front, they had the A to Z mm-hmm. of videos because they were ABC. So mm-hmm. it was a go at them, the A to Z. And then ABC ran with the real entertainment. Oh, uh, a war between shops. Yeah, no, we had a monopoly in Rose Bay in Sydney. Some, one time uh, somebody threatened to convert the Chinese restaurant across the road into a video store. I think we had them killed. <laughs> so, yeah, and stuff. And, you know, put behind the counter as a message to other people. Hey, guys, I'll, actually, I just wanted to say, TVs, TVs, like widescreen, big TVs. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I was actually, when I was in JV, you know, spying on my DVD sale. Yeah. Um, and I walked, didn't do my normal walk past the TVs just to yeah. look at what, what I would have if I was the prince of the world. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, and they're, they're getting quite, like, they're quite big now. Like yes. one, there was yeah. one there which was like 60 inches or 80 mm-hmm. inches. Mm-hmm. When are they going to get, like, when do they stop? When will the TV, when will they go, oh, that's enough. Well, yeah. we're pushing for a product called the uh, IMAX iMac. That's what we want to see. <laughs> an iMac, as big as an iMac. Imagine <laughs> how good the uh, bloke falling over in the corridor of the police station on YouTube would be. That big. Amazing. That would be fantastic. All right, see, so that is almost a right idea. Oh, it's close. An iMac iMac. Yeah. Mm. Could that be a right idea? A PC iMac. <laughs> that could be a right idea. <laughs> All right, we want to hear, you know, because people think they've come up with stuff themselves. Always. They think. <laughs> Even if you haven't. Even if you haven't. It's not the 730 report. It's Take some this. credit. Take some credit for stuff. We're talking right ideas next. That's a fantastic old lady. She's just in a bad dress. <laughs> On Triple M, of course, it is. Ryan Shelton is sitting in with us. And I might just take this opportunity to mention the Get This Podcast. Uh, podcast 87 is going up today. And I have to say, uh, it's got the kids from Patterson Lakes Primary School. Did you hear those youngsters who came in? Yeah, but they, 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 the ones, sorry, they interviewed the Prime Minister. Yeah, they certainly did, did a fine job of it. They're the ones who got yeah. in to say, uh, Mariana. Mm. Mariana. <laughs> so it's them. And they're in there. There's a whole lot of them and then Stephen Curry. And then I didn't notice this until I finished putting it together. Yeah. But because it's made up from two different shows, mm. after the bit with the kids, turns a bit fruity. Oh, okay. Right. You yeah. know, like we kept ourselves fairly tidy when they were in here. Mm. But then I've got some stuff from the next episode with Russell Gilbert, you know, and that was when Russell was talking about Botoxing the downstairs department. Yeah. That's his go. In order to achieve what he calls the flat back. So no, well, you're the parents of any of the kids from PLPS and you're downloading the podcast, as soon as Russell arrives, switch it off. Yeah, absolutely. It becomes a blue cast. Yeah. Do you, Tyrone, you don't have kids, Rich. No, Nick no. has got one. Very cute. Tyrone, you no. basically haven't had any. No. Uh, I'm, look, I'm going down that track as well, I think. There's really? no kids part. Well, because when the kids are in Patterson Lakes, Primary school came in. Forty of them. Right. <laughs> you don't have to have forty though. You don't <laughs> have one. No, but there's like, and there's some of them who came on who were quite chatty and friendly. Yeah. Some of them, Ryan, 
Right. Oh, they're on the list. Yeah. So because of the reticence of some children who may have been slightly frightened to speak on a national radio program yeah. hosted by nutbags, yes. you don't want to have any children. How can, Nikki, how can I guarantee that yes. I end up with a nice chatty one yes. as opposed to like a little... Like a little not saying, like a little like yeah. 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 Oh, thank you. <laughs> this, uh, this this is just worrying me because yeah. there was I mean, you kind of find you know, make sure that everyone can be perfect. It just reminds me of a guy back in the thirties that um, tried to do a similar thing yeah. and he's pretty unpopular. <laughs> 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 so just watch oh. what you do. Yeah. 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 I really? definitely don't like him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have kids, did he? I hope not. Maybe <laughs> yeah. be popular at school. Not sure. Not all I'm saying is, yeah. if you're parenting out there, you know, bring up a nice one, a chatty one. Look at me, Elrison. Just look at it, going, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know I don't. All right. Okay, but what about ideas? Nay. Right here. Yes. It's a new segment on Rove. It's kicking out from what I hear. I haven't seen the segment yet. Right? Hill. What Hill? How does it work? Well, it's, it's basically just, um, you know, Rove lets me come to the, come up to the desk with him. Yeah. And I um, basically just present him with my latest right here. Wow. Uh, which, la- which on the show last week was the product called the Key Journal Hat. Yeah. Which is a, it's a, it's a hat that you wear. And uh, for people who lose their keys all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, whenever you put your keys down, on the hat is a little journal and a pen. And whenever you put your keys down, you write down exactly where you put them. So you always know where your keys are. Very handy. Wow. And the hat looks really smart. Oh, sure. A real snappy hat. Now, what happens when you launch a new segment on a TV show? Usually first three or four weeks, you're fine. By week seven, you're struggling. That's when you need... How about week two? Does that happen often? <laughs> oh, no, week two's fine. That's uh, fine. Isn't it rich? Yeah, absolutely. I'm still living off week two. Uh, yeah. As the prop on community television. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, so we're looking for ideas so yeah. that, you know, yeah. Ryan can sub them in when he's short of inspiration. Yeah. Stuff that you've come up with, Russell Gilbert's black bag technique, for example, Love that it. would be one. I've mentioned mine many times, mm. tea bags with the sugar already in. Good one. Raising kids that aren't annoying. That's my idea for today. Brilliant. <laughs> Mr. Martin, what are you floating? Uh, a couple of ideas. Uh, recycle waterbed. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. friendly. Thank you. And also, <laughs> um, a mask for people when they're coming out of court um, so their face won't be shown. You know how people will yeah, yeah. try and like shoot oh, it a mask with the F word on it. Oh, oh very good. Because they have to pixelate that. Oh, oh I like that. That <laughs> really good, Rich. A giant F word on it. You know yeah. what? The, the best thing I reckon, the best idea that me and Mick Malloy had in four years of doing that show we used to do was there was this thing on Channel 10 and it only lasted about two weeks yeah. in the mid-90s where they came up with a new way of disguising oh, people's yeah, faces, yeah, yeah. the swarm of bees. Oh, Remember that, the swarm of bees? <laughs> it was this digital swarm and oh, swirling yeah, yeah. a lot of bees. And we said, if you're going to court, coming out of court being filmed, just go like this. Oh, bees! Bees! <laughs> and they dropped it. They <laughs> dropped it. Very next day, swarm of bees. So it's just a yeah. guy flailing his hand. Yeah. Talk about pulling power. You are changing the way television is going. That was so you. good. Pony Bockbell coming out of court. Bees! <laughs> all over me! Hey, that's, that's, my, that's my idea. That's a mockbell in our midst. Everyone sends in a picture of the Tony Mockbell they've got working at their office. Because yeah. we've got a dead ringer here. Mm. It's brilliant. Okay. Oh, How do you think that's going to go down with the rest of the family? Oh, uh, uh, not well. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Is that haughty ringing now? I think it might be. What's that, sir? 
Yes, we'll be doing Secret Sound. <laughs> that would be fine. Hey, what about your ideas? Something you've thought up yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't have to be, you know, practical or nothing. Nah. Give us a call, one triple three five three. The one I love here at Get This on Triple M. Ryan Shelton is with us, the host of Ideas on Road, Sunday nights on Channel 10. Hey, buddy. He's not the only. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the only one full of ride deers, though. Paul no. Who else has got one? Here? Uh, let's talk to Ryan. G'day, guys. I've got a pretty good ride deer as well. Well, you're one of the only people can, that can have a ride deer. <laughs> That's true. Talk us through it, homie. Um, well, everyone, if they're having trouble putting on their shoes, people can easily grab a shoehorn. But a lot of, I know a lot of people have trouble putting on the second leg of their pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, just for novelty factor, just get a giant shoehorn and hold on to that while you're putting your pants on. Oh, a pants on. <laughs> 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 what about, uh, can I ask Ryan on the phone, did you uh, hear Greg Fleet the other day with his jumper pants? No, I missed that actually, so yeah, you have to fill me in. There's real enthusiasm for that. Photos are starting to come in. Have you yeah. ever done that, right? What is jumper pants? Well, you just get up and you can't find pants. Someone's ringing. You know, it might be a pizza or something. <laughs> you're asleep. I don't know why you're asleep and you've ordered a pizza. Maybe you're on still knocks. You put on the jumper as pants. <laughs> and then you go, comfy? Well, I just keep them on all day. <laughs> Team song by Grizzly. That's a fly deer. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Hi, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, then. Mate, what's your idea? I was going to a self-leveling stubby holder so you don't spill your beer. Oh, sorry, Paul. Marvin was very rudely talking over you. What did you say? I'll see if I can find it. It's in the pile of stuff still, still to be like actually patented, finished in the shed. Oh, fair enough. Down on the hard project pile. Down on the shed with uh, along with the Star Wars missile defence system. <laughs> <laughs> the not quite right box. What were you saying, Mr. Marvin? I was just saying, doesn't that actually keep the beer level though? When because that's a really yeah, great better the necklace, yeah. Yeah. But I hold the stuff. Yeah, you yeah. see, during all of the celebrations of Graham Kennedy, there was no mention of that brilliant idea. Oh, you're right. All right, more ideas, please. Uh, Brett, how are you? Good, thanks. What are you, uh, what's your idea, brother? Uh, my idea is uh, sunglasses with a built-in stigmatism lens so that everyone looks taller and thinner when you're at the beach. <laughs> <laughs>
Firstly, love the show. Thank you. Secondly, uh, about five years ago, I was working at a firm, and after lunch, I'd get really tired. Oh, I thought about um, there should be a place where you go for a 20-minute power nap, and then what do you know? I'm reading in the paper a couple of years ago that they've got a place, and you know, you, you spend 20 bucks for 20 minutes, and you sleep in a pod. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think in Japan it's known as a studio apartment. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not just somebody uh, with, a, like, with a few blankets over a park bench, is it? Charging me for entry. Uh, I don't use blankets or use newspapers. Oh, right. <laughs> All right, a sleeping pot. Thanks, Elliot. It's almost sensible. Hi, Sam. How are you? Yeah, not bad. What, uh, what's your idea? Got a good idea for a game show in which there's yeah. you know, three or four contestants all in their own cages, and if ever they, whenever they get a question wrong, mm. a light pant is released. Is this a network answer to a hey, hey replacement on Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> I could just put Daryl Summers in there. It's either, it's either a Panther or Daryl Summers. I'm not sure which one's more terrifying. Oh, I see what you mean. So either a Panther's going have have to have a go at you, or Daryl's going to come out and do 10 minutes of gear at you. Someone. will just throw one of those horrible sweaters at you. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to call So the show's going to be called Panther or Daryl. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. 
and the other dates of the week. But here's what happened when Ed was talking to someone from Brisbane on the phone, and you can hear, if you listen very closely, he's blatantly eating a sandwich. Check it out. Ryan, how are you? I'm not too bad, fellas. How are we? We're excellent, sir. You're in Brisbane, are you not? I am, I am. And uh, what's your free phone, brother? Well, what I usually do, I get rid of the board quite easily. You can hear that? Is that true? You no, that is not added. Here it is again. Just and uh, what's your free phone, brother? Well, what I usually do... So you were asking him where he was from to buy time to get it out of the bag. To buy time to get oh, it out of the bag. Wow, Ed. Yeah. I've told them, don't wrap it in paper that's going to make sound. Oh, their fault. <laughs> what do you want it in? Just felt. Yes. <laughs> but a leather bag. But he was, the guy was talking, Rod was talking about being bored. So yeah. here you are, just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's not the first time this has happened. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to turn up your radio to hear these noises in the background. You can hear them if you concentrate. This is when uh, respected novelist Shane Maloney was on the show last week. Is it hard to uh, crowbar crime into the life of a character who's, well, essentially an MP? Well, he's sort of an uh, ordinary bloke, really, in lots of ways, and so he just gets stuck at anything. So I started off the writing these books by wondering, you know, what would it be like if, if, you, if, if you figured out somebody was trying to kill you and you had no idea why? Right. And that's really how the series starts, and, uh, you know, that's a few books back. Uh, uh, and, it, it, look, it just takes off from there. Um, you put a, an ordinary bloke under some sort of stress where his loyalty hooks him into things and he feels like he's only he can solve the problem. And every, every step he makes, uh, it gets worse. Well, you know, that's just... <laughs> Oh, well, the story I have to do with the dry lake. Somewhat contemporary And the discovery of human remains. Which turned out to be connected to the someone uh, buttering toast. You did have one. I heard it. Yeah, I had to go and make that. How did you do it? Well, so he had to go and folding it up himself. I had to go around the building, knocking on office doors, finding out if anyone had bread. <laughs> and then Rosie, who works on the page, she uh, goes, I've got bread. And it's that really, like, uh, thick bread. No, it's good sound. And it's like five to the start of the show. And I'm standing in the kitchen, and I put it through the toaster about five times. <laughs> Come on! We go you alive! <laughs> Anyway, behind the scenes of this program. Hey, you want to have some more music mm-hmm. and then come back and say goodbye. Yeah, let's have a choice. Let's do that in fine style. Here again, this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to follow. I mean, I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, yeah. 